right, a good afternoon to you. Glad to see you. Appreciate you being with us here on a Tuesday, the Tuesday after Sherathon 23. What a week. <laughs> Where else can a week last a lifetime? I'm telling you. And uh, we are so grateful to all of our listeners who participated. And we're so thankful for everybody that prayed. And uh, we are very, very, very blessed. We had our debrief today, our Sherathon debrief, lasted about over two hours. And uh, folks, uh, you know, our, our room was full of all of our staff and volunteers and just sharing all the things the Lord did. I mean, I'm still finding out things the Lord did. And so that's a, that's a, that's a real blessing, I'm telling you it is. And so if you've got something you want to share that uh, happened during share share it. Yeah. Text me, 577-1296. Text me. If you don't text, call and uh, we've got Brianna doing the phones this afternoon. She'll write it down for me. So, yeah, call me. Text me. And the, the text line is 577-1296. And the voice line is 828-884-9427. And we would love to have, love to hear from you. And tell me, tell me what your favorite group was. Tell me what your favorite song was. Tell me what your uh, favorite preacher was, your favorite message was. Yeah, yeah, do that. Love to hear from everybody this afternoon, and that would be great. That would just be, that would make my day, okay? Love to do that. So uh, do that right now, would you? Don't text and drive. Use the voice function or pull over and uh, shoot me a text, all right? All right, well, let's look at traffic right quick. By the way, those are not clouds that you see on the horizon. Those are smoke plumes. And, yes, there are forest fires, but they are prescribed. In other words, they're doing prescribed burns today. Uh, very low humidity and uh, made it a great day to burn. I was a little surprised that they did it today, but they actually said that their biggest issue with forest fires is sometimes that they don't, it won't burn. They can't get it to burn. And so they look for days where the wind is not too bad and the humidity is very, very low. Uh, to do their burns, and they'll have it to burn from this location to this location. Well, we're at 18% humidity. You rarely see that in the mountains. And we also have, <laughs> and this is the one that got me, was the wind. Asheville's reporting a north wind of 16 miles an hour with gusts to 25. I mean, that, you know, but I'm sure what they did was they started at the north side of where they were going to burn and let it blow it the other way. I'm sure that's what they did, or maybe maybe vice versa. Maybe they start at the south and burn it to the north where it wouldn't burn back on itself. I don't know. But I know this, that they're burning up in the forest. Uh, you can see it very plainly. They are also burning out around Caesar's Head somewhere because I can see it out there. I think there were four or five prescribed burns today that they were going to do. And so... Uh, that's what you're seeing, and if you smell smoke, yes, that's that's. It, but it's it's supposed to be there. And uh, you know, there's controversy about burning the forest, but the truth of the matter is that the old timers believed in it. They believed in burning the woods off. That was that was a you know they believed that, and they believed it killed ticks and other things, and it uh, put nutrients back into the 
into the soil and, and cut, you know, kill the underbrush and all those things. So, yeah, I, I guess it all depends on how you do it. If it's, you know, the big trees, if it's a quick moving fire, the big trees usually will survive, you know, and it'll take the underbrush out. If it's a quick, fast moving fire, it doesn't affect the big trees too much. So anyway, that's uh, that we know that's going on. Let's let's look at the traffic right quick. We are good on I-26. When's the last time I said that? Good on I-26, all the way through the mountains. Not an issue. Uh, the only thing you would find on I-26 today would be on the 240 section uh, when they run together. And so coming down from UNCA, it's slow getting down to the bridge, and then it's slow across the bridge. Uh, other than that, 26 eastbound from above Asheville all the way to the state line is fine. Not a, not a problem, not an issue. Uh, going south, going uh, east, and then also going west, not a problem. We're have the normal slowdowns and possibly just a little slower than usual. And this is on 240 West there in Asheville in the downtown. And that's, you know, that's a daily occurrence we watch. A little busier on 112 today, which is uh, Sardis Road, and I, I don't know why, because the interstates are clear. Usually it it, it gets busy when the interstate's clogged, but everything's clear today, at least everything that I can see. 25 and 25A, they're actually just a little better than normal. 191 is fine, so not, not too much to talk about there. If we run the interstate westbound, I-40, minimal weight today at uh, the Maggie Valley construction site. That's not, you know, that not, not enough to talk about, Harley. Not, not bad today which is unusual. Yep, and uh, so let's drop off the mountain. Greenville's not having a good day. No, you're, you got your normal slowdown on the southbound from around BMW down to Pelham. But today the northbound is worse. Today it extends down below, almost down to uh, 276, and then very slow up around 385 and all the way up to Pelham. And then you've got some on and off traffic on the southbound side from 385 south down past 276, down past 291 until it clears up. And it's uh, moderate, and then it'll go, it'll go moderate to slow and back and forth. So it just depends on what stretch you're in. I was trying to look and see if there are any wrecks that are, that are indicated. There, there are a few wrecks. There's one on Pelham, and it's over, well... Hard to tell you where it's at. Over next to Woodbury, yeah, right in that section. And then there's another one up uh, uh, there in the Wade Hampton, Hampton section. It's uh, yeah, it's on 29 uh, between Pine Knob and W. Lee Road, right through that section. Uh, that one's causing a little bit of slowdown. And then everything else, I believe, looks to be in pretty good shape. So we've got two today. It's about all that I'm showing. All right. Let's talk about these temperatures. Man, I'm telling you. Uh, nice, but but this is this is coming to a halt. Yeah, we're going to go back to March-like weather. This is May-like weather. We're going to go back to March-like weather. And it's gonna, it's, you're going to see it here soon. We're at 67 right now. The wind is... Irritating. I mean, it's it's not comfortable to be out without a, a windbreaker right now. 
you know, at least a windbreaker jacket. And we are, again, having a very low humidity, and so it doesn't feel, you know, not quite as cold. You have a little more, uh, well, the humidity does affect it. Humidity makes it feel colder. 18% barometric pressure at 30.0. That's at Asheville. If we drop down to Greenville at Greer GSP, 74 sunshine. They're a little, well, no, they're the same thing, 18% humidity, 17-mile-an-hour north wind, gusting to 24. So uh, very similar conditions, just a little bit warmer. Matter of fact, hitting right exactly that 7-degree mark, which is, which I have found to be kind of the average uh, if things are all things are equal. You'll see about a 7-degree differential between Greenville-Spartanburg Jetport and the Asheville Airport. At Pisgah Forest currently, we are at 63 degrees and cooling, and uh, we have had, again, some gusts today. We are, uh, let's see, our sunset tonight's at 6.30. Sunrise this morning was at 6.50 a.m. We had a 14-mile-an-hour wind, uh, and the wind is, is starting to affect ours, so with the wind, we're at 63, but with a 14-mile-an-hour gust, then it takes us down to about 58 is the way that it feels. And we're, we're looking at about 25 miles visibility right now, but with the smoke, that's the only hindrance. And uh, our barometric here at the studio, 30.07. And uh, our humidity is just a little bit higher than theirs is, and I'm not sure what the difference is. Yeah, not sure what the difference is. All right, well, let's take a look at the forecast, what they're going to say about it. Yeah, we'll see when the cold weather gets here. Well, you're going to see tomorrow, you, it's, it's going to gradually, tonight's going to be cold, comparatively speaking, 34. And then by tomorrow, your high is only where we're at now, 62. Tomorrow night, 38. By Thursday, a chance of rain comes in, and our high is only 57. A Thursday night, rain is likely in a low of 41. And then on Friday, uh, our high is only 54, and the chance of rain is like 80% in the morning at decreasing to 40%. 34 on Friday night, 56 is the high Saturday. 34 is uh, the low Saturday night, and believe it or not, there is the word snow in the forecast. Partly cloudy, then a chance of rain, forward slash snow. That's the official forecast. I'm serious. And, uh, yeah, and it's saying this, saying that rain after 3 a.m., mixing with snow after 5 a.m., the low around 34, chance of precip is about 30% Saturday night, chance of rain and snow on Sunday before 9 a.m., then a chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 51, chance of precip is 50%, 50% chance of rain Sunday night, 38 Partly cloudy Monday with only 55 for the high, 31 the low, and then 50 is the high by Tuesday, but sunshine. So, yeah, it's, it's March-like weather. It's not, you know, the, the May weather is, uh, is leaving us. So uh, we have had a, uh, uh, a, very, a very warm uh, s- scenario, very warm cutoff low the way it's, way it's done, and it has... Uh, protected some very warm weather in the south. But again, that has deteriorated, and I think that is uh, it's heading north.
The seventh day of the month of March, the general operating budget of Anchor Broadcasting during last year's Sherathon was sponsored by Joe and Vicki Dillon. It's in honor of their 43rd wedding anniversary. They praise the Lord Jesus for their children, grandchildren, and WGCR. We appreciate the Dillons. Thank you. God bless you. 43 years. Congratulations. The network being sponsored by the Whitewater Baptist Church in honor of the new church building project and all of God's current and future blessings. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. We appreciate Whitewater, their friends, but the chapel and the folks there. Appreciate them very much. Our own Miss Lydia Trask is having a birthday today, and Mr. Dennis Moore is 75. So congratulations from the crew here at Anchor Broadcasting. Daylight savings time begins this weekend, spring forward one hour before going to bed on Saturday night. Let me weigh in on that debate, the daylight savings debate. Well, I, I don't, you know, they're talking about leaving it, uh, and of course it has passed one of the chambers, but it had, they didn't take it up in the other. And there's a, I don't know, a pretty good lobby to move it and let's go permanent. I don't like it. And I'm against it. And here's why. Our hours of operation for the AM are based on daylight and dark. And it is the average dark, or I don't know if it's called, is it civil twilight and civil sunset? I'm not sure. But anyway, it's based on the average daylight for the month. Well, here's what happens. If, well, for instance, right now, we are the month of month of March. We are at uh, uh, six forty-five sign-on and a six forty-five sign-off. We exactly twelve hours in the month of March. Come Sunday, we don't come on the air until fifteen till eight, and we go off at seven forty-five. But let's back that up. So if they left it in place, we would not come on the air in February. Until 8.15. 8.15. And in January, get this. In January, we don't come on until 7.45 anyway. In January, we wouldn't come on the air until 8.45 in the morning. No no, no a.m. I mean, we, we totally miss the morning drive. 8.45 where we can come on. So will you be on later in the afternoon? Yeah. But you're missing the entire morning. And it just it just would be detrimental to us. And so, no, I'm opposed to it. And uh, I don't want them to do it. And I think they're going to do it anyway. But I don't want them to do it. I don't even like the advance. You know, they advanced it, gained some time on both ends. That hurts us. It hurts us here. It hurts us in the month of November. hurts us in the month of March. So unless they give us some sort of liberty... Um, you know, it's just it's just not working for us. They would need to introduce some type of bill that would grant daytime stations some, you know, pre-sunrise authority. And they won't. Okay, they won't. But I'm just saying that, uh, you know, uh, I'm. I, I'm I'm troubled about it, and so uh, if you get a chance to respond to any of the legislatures in either either house, the federal legislators, uh, I'm against it. Okay, you tell them tell them as a 
like it like they would you know like that would mount to them that there's a country preacher here in the mountains that's again it <laughs> yeah well think about it i mean the kids are going to go to school in the dark all winter long just i mean think about it it's going to just going to i mean they're going to go to school in the dark all winter long and i just i, I don't no i don't i don't like it I don't like it at all okay well and uh Somebody said, well, why don't they just go back to the, like it is, I mean, leave it, leave it on standard time and not do daylight savings time. Well, it's because of America is no longer agrarian. You know, we don't get up at 5 o'clock. Um, I mean, like in, like in July or June. In June, our sign-on is at 6.15. Without daylight savings time, our sign-on will be at 5.15. 5.15 in the morning. We're no longer agrarian society, so people don't get up that early. They stay up later at night. An agrarian society would go to bed at night because they had to get up early. They get up with the roosters and go to bed with the chickens. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're nightlife. So everybody wants the nightlife. We want more time in the evening, more daylight in the evening. And that's the whole push. And they're talking about if they did it, that it would boost the economy and it would boost, you know, not wintertime activities and businesses and eating out and all this stuff because it would be daylight longer. Yeah, but it's going to be dark longer in the mornings. And uh, no, I, I, I don't like it. How about that? All right. Let's say good afternoon to Ann Arbor, Michigan, Arden, North Carolina, Asheville, Austin, Texas, Brevard, Charlotte, Dayton, Ohio, Fletcher, Fort Mill, Franklin, Greensboro, Greer, South Carolina, Texas, Houston, Texas, Lancaster, South Carolina, Manchester, Michigan, and man, Manchester has got a bunch of folks listening. They've really built an audience there. Menominee Falls, uh, Wisconsin, Morrisville, North Carolina, Mount Laurel, New Jersey, Newark, Ohio, North Attleboro, Massachusetts, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, Plymouth, Minnesota, Red Deer is a town, Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. Glad to have Red Deer with us today. I think that's a new, new location. Also, Rock Hill, Sacramento, California, Springdale, several in Springdale today in Arkansas, Silva, North Carolina, Toledo, Ohio. Now I'm getting into the unknowns, including the United Kingdom and one in Europe. Not sure where in Europe, never know, but there's one in Europe. And if I scale on down, Honduras is with us. Glad to see Honduras. And the District of Columbia, Weaverville, North Carolina, Wichita, Kansas, and Wilmington, Delaware. Round out the ones that we have figured out where you are. And we're glad to have you with us. I've had a lot of people ask, how do you do that? It's uh, kind of like your area code. If somebody calls me with an 864 area code, they're typically from upstate South Carolina. And I know that. If somebody calls me, what is it, 251? Is it 251 on the coast? I think 251 is east or North Carolina, or is it 252? Anyway... You know, you know what where they're calling from. At 202 is Washington, D.C. Um, 
internet providers have addresses like that. And a lot of times it's, you know, the, you, you can see the state has a, has a part of the address and then the town has part of the address. And that's, that's why, that's how we can decipher based on um, the numbers that they were assigned and that, that's how it works, okay? All right, so let me go to, uh, let me go to my text line here this afternoon. It says, God bless Israel, Pastor Barton and Anchor Broadcasting. Mars Hill is on board, 9007, thank you. A grandmother just called and said her grandson got saved Tuesday. I heard about that, hallelujah. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I did not know if it was related to Sherathon or not, but uh, anyway, to God be the glory, either way, either way. Um, I've got, uh, yeah, okay, and then the uh, this is someone calling in saying or texting in said the the Thursday night said the Thursday night with the Thren family singing was the highlight of the week, but the message that spoke to my heart the most was Brother Jimbo Seaton. When you have a prodigal child, it is so easy to overlook your children who are doing right and serving the Lord, and I don't ever want to do that. So thankful, all capitals for my kids who are serving the Lord full-time and have a heart to praise Him. And I say, amen. And I'm, I'm there. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Absolutely. Um, 8959 says, Brian Coates' message was very thought-provoking. I believe it was an outstanding sermon. Uh, but the coach was at his best, I'm telling you. He, he did a, a tremendous job. And I'm not, I mean... You know, he, he said, you know, everybody kept telling him, you got big shoes to fill. He preached barefoot because he said, I'm not trying to fill anybody's shoes. But man, did he preach. My soul in the morning did he preach. And uh, here's a brother that says, thankful for the Lord's continued blessings on the ministry. We're amazed at his power and majesty. But I wonder if he often chuckles at our amazement because the only thing that limits the creator of the universe is us. God bless you, brother. And uh, so I, I agree with you. We're limited by our own limitations. I mean, of course we are. So, uh, yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable what, what the Lord, yeah, has done, exceeding abundantly above. And then uh, here is... Uh, uh, 29.30-38 says, It was a pleasure meeting you and being there for a little bit of Sherathon last week. I was able to view several of the services on YouTube when I got home as well. Glad to see and hear how greatly God blessed. And we say amen. This is a pastor who's also in the military. Appreciate that, my brother. Hope you can make, put on your schedule to come stay longer next year. Um, 7.889 says, The responses and display of the youth during Sherathon was an example for adults to follow. The choir presentation on Saturday was nothing short of heavenly. God bless. You know, I talked about that today in the debrief. How many do we have? 50? How many kids we have? We had 50. I don't, I'm not sure. Did you know they'd never sang together before 4 o'clock? Never had sang together. And Brother Connard and Brother Rains went in there. Brother Rains played the piano, and they worked all of that up together. 
and all the arrangement and everything. They did all that in a matter of about an hour. But didn't it have the touch of God on it? I mean, good. I mean, good, 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 good. And those kids, I, I've never, Brother Connor got more volume out of a bunch of young'uns. Uh, I mean, he got some volume out of them. I mean, they were singing. I could hear individual voices. It was usually kids get up and they just, mum, 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 mum. you know, they just hum. You know, they don't want they don't want to stand out. Boy, those kids were singing, and it it was oh, it was so good. Oh, it was so good. That's a, that's a keeper. Let's do that next year. Put that in the notes. Let's let's do that again next year. That was so good. Oh yeah, uh, tremendous. Uh, and I'll and uh, ninety five twenty five. I'll have to get back with you on that question. Okay, I'll have to get back with you on that question. I'm not sure. All right. Uh, uh, ninety four thirty one says I want to stay on standard time year round. Well, if I was given a choice of of daylight savings time year round or standard time year round, I think I would take the standard. Um. You know, as far as the radio is concerned. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm torn on it. I, I just wish they wouldn't monkey with it, you know. I just wish they wouldn't. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mason, Ohio. God bless you. Really enjoyed watching the share Thank you. Miss Ann from Green River. Miss Mary. Uh, Brother... Uh, Harold from San Antonio, tremendous share says. Hallelujah. And, uh, oh, yeah, still uh, still getting reports. Thank the Lord. And then here is uh, 0556, listening on, in Mississippi on 59 North near Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Mississippi, welcome this afternoon. And uh, glad to know you're out there. That's wonderful. Appreciate that. Glad to know that you are there. Well, let me read a pledge. We only have one today, but still, real blessing. And uh, thank God for Dallas and Linda King of Skyland, a $200 gift. And uh, they give this today uh, to the general budget. And that will bring our new total for the day to $378,453. Now our budget was 282 and we stand at 378 453 and so bless the Lord. Also the network budget $155,864 and that is $5,000 above budget and I need that sticker to 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 carry with me for in the morning, all right? So uh I say again, to God be the glory, great things he hath done, and we bless his name. Kind of lonesome around here when uh, when everybody leaves, you know. I mean, that's not kind of lonesome. It is lonesome. It's just lonesome, yeah. And uh, it's just lonesome. 1353 says South Mississippi loves WGCR. <laughs> well, WGCR loves South Mississippi. Hallelujah. That's a blessing. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And we announced our dates, our next year's dates, 
and I want to throw this out uh, because there are a whole lot of folks. You know, you go here and you go there and, you know, where are we going to go this time? Well, I don't know. Let's go here or let's go somewhere else. Let me make a suggestion for next year's vacation. Come to Western North Carolina. I'm serious. We will begin our rally. Our rally service will be on Sunday the 25th, which is the last Sunday in February. Sherathon officially will kick off Monday morning the 26th of February. It is a leap year, so it goes through, you know, 26 is Monday, 29 is Thursday. March 1st doesn't happen until Friday. We'll go Saturday and Sunday, March 3rd. And if you go ahead and, and ask off on your vacation time, and if you want to stay in the local hotel, we stay at the Hampton, and if you would like to stay there, we have a corporate rate, an event rate. And if all you have to do is call us when you book your, uh, you know, when you book in your, your hotel, and you can stay for the same price that our guests stay at, the, the musicians and the, and the preachers stay at. And, yeah, it's still expensive, but it's, you know, I, I think this year it was, I don't know, I don't think I'm supposed to publish it, actually. I don't think I'm supposed to say anything about it uh, on the radio. But uh, I'm very serious when I say, if you can, so I can't take a whole week. Well, take a weekend. Pick one and take a weekend. But if you're going to take a weekend, take a Monday. Take that Monday after so that you can be here for the finale. Do that. And, uh, yeah, do that. Uh, Arkansas is coming. All right. Good, good, good. And, uh, you know, we have a ton of Airbnbs in our local area. And that time of the year, they're not busy, particularly during the week. And so you can get some pretty good rates. Weekends, they get higher. But, but that time of the year, there's just not, not a lot going on here in February, late February. So, uh, yeah. And then if you, you know, we hope to have the campground back open. Right now it's full of building material and, and, and a cabin and all kinds of stuff. But when we get, the build, get everything cleaned out, if we get it cleaned out, uh, we will have, we can house, we can actually plug in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 14, 16, 17. We can plug in 18. We have drop, we have connections for 18 campers. Yeah. And uh, so if, uh, you know, if folks wanted to bring a camper and come, uh, we can do that. We got a place to park. This year we had to actually put them off in other places because we didn't have enough room because the camper, you know, the campground's full of stuff cause the construction. But we're hoping that that'll clear up by next year. And then we're also, uh, you know, we have got, uh, of course, we fill up about everything we've got, you know, with our guests. We put them, you know, in uh, people in the church have Airbnbs, and then we, we have friends that, uh, you know, have uh, rooms that they rent out, things like that. So we fill most of that up. But we'll be glad to try to help you if you want to come into the area for it. And I particularly would love for pastors who have never been. I really would give an invitation to pastors who've never been to Sherathon. You've heard it. You've heard of it. You've heard it. You listen to the station. I'd love for you to make the trek. It, the, it won't cost you any food while you're here. We feed continuously. The kitchen stays open, you know, all day. 
It would just be your lodging. And so, and again, we can get that down under $100. So if, uh, you know, $100 for a night, I'm sure less than that. Uh, so think about that. Did you know we had one church, instead of going to camp, they rented an Airbnb here locally and brought their youth group and their youth pastor and his wife, and they stayed in a Airbnb nearby and were here every day and loved every minute. Had a big time. <laughs> Had a big time. Isn't that good? Man, I just, I like that. I, I, I said, that's a good idea. I like that. So uh, think about it. Plan on it. Tell us what, uh, you know, if we can help you with your arrangements and stuff, we'd love for you to do that. And uh, since the, uh, you know, since Pilgrim's Rest is, is no longer in operation, uh, that's about 35 seats that are, that are empty. And so a lot of people say, well, I'm not coming. There's no room. Well, it wasn't bad this time at all. We filled up comfortably full both Sunday nights, but, but the other rest of the services were not, were not full. So, and I've got people that say, well, I'm not going to go down there with all them people, you know, that packed in there like sardines. Well, again, I mean, it could change, but we didn't, we had chairs staged. We didn't get out chairs at a single service. We didn't have to. We could seat everybody. Auditorium seat about 250. And, you know, with chairs, we can take it on up, you know, upwards of 400. But we didn't have to get chairs out this time. So, yeah, it was good. And then as far as feeding, we, <laughs> I, don't, I wish we'd have counted. I don't know how many we fed. I really don't know how many we fed on Saturday. It was our biggest day. But put it this way. Somebody ate 400 pounds of a combination of chicken, beef, pulled pork, ribs, and brisket. Yep, seriously. At 400 pounds consumed here on Saturday. Not counting all the other stuff because there were soup, sandwiches, you know, all the other. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, it was something. But it was good weather, people outside. And it was nice. Oh, it's nice. So we uh, are grateful. We're grateful. We're very, very grateful. Very, very thankful for the Lord sparing us. We, we had that bad weather on Friday. We had other rest of it was, it was good weather and good temperatures. And so it was a good time. We give God the glory. We do. Give God the glory. So we, uh, we certainly appreciate uh, everybody that had a part of that. And everybody that was a, that was a part, thank you, thank you so much. All right, changing gears. All right, let's go to some gas prices. Murphy's gas at the airport, two dollars and ninety-four cents a gallon. How about that? I filled up yesterday at three oh nine in Etowah, but I could have driven to the airport and got it for two ninety-four today. How about that? So uh, yeah, that's it's it's coming down. Yeah, it's coming down. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, uh, that's, that's great. Okay. <laughs> Somebody made the statement. They said the dessert table is worth the trip all by itself. Well, thank you for saying so. We are going, this was our first year using the, uh, steam table and we've still got a little adjustment we got to do on it. And I can get those things through surplus 
And we found out that it worked pretty good. And so we're going to turn it up a little bit. We're going to, we're going to work a little bit, get a little more kitchen equipment and things. There's also the question, and I, I don't know the answer to it yet. Um, when we get the pavilion fixed, the pavilion will seat 300 at tables and has a full commercial kitchen. Um, will we move all the food down there? And be frank with you, I, the answer is I don't know. I, I don't know if that's going to be too remote, if it's too far away, you know, uh, especially like if the weather was bad. You know, you got to, you know, walk down the hill, get to it. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, uh, we talked about it today, but I'm not sure what, what the answer to that's going to be. I mean, it's, it's an option, so we, we could do that. And then the other side of that would be, you could put Sherathon down there, and you could have that. You could build a stage and everything down there, and you could have the entire Sherathon down there and have, uh, if it'll seat 300 at tables, it'll seat, without tables, it'll seat a whole lot more than that. So, you know, there, there are, put it this way, there are options. There are things that we can do. And uh, the biggest thing, though, we want to continue to build our viewing audience, and our listening audience. That's the biggest thing. And if you have folks that you know, tell them to go look it up. Go to Facebook, look at the services. Go to YouTube, look at the services. Today we are talking about that now it is possible to do continuous broadcasting over Facebook. They used to limit you to so long, but you can go up to eight hours now. There's also... Oh, my word. There is also a, uh, you can do that on YouTube. You can go continuous. And so we may start broadcasting on some of these other social media platforms. I think there are a total of 23 now in the United States. And we're looking at being on multiples of those. Uh, I had not seen this. This must have just came in today. It did. Wow. This is just, this does not include Facebook. This does not include YouTube. This is only our apps and our site. Our previous record was 12 terabytes. And the only thing I know to give you a gauge on that, what that means, uh, a terabyte is 1,000 gigabytes. And a gigabyte is 1,000 megabytes, right? And a megabyte's a thousand kilobytes. Is that right? I think I'm going the right direction. I'm, I'm, I'm counting it backwards, counting it down. And to give you a, a, a high watermark, the Democratic National Committee and why I chose them, they were bragging about it. And that it stuck, it stuck in my mind. They streamed during the, the most recent convention they had with uh, the election of Mr. Biden. They were very proud, and they put out that they had streamed nine terabytes of video. Now, this is the, the National Democratic National Committee streamed nine terabytes for the Democratic National Convention, and they were excited about that because the only way you're going to talk about that is if that's a big number to them, and so they did. I just got the bill. It's not the bill, but it's the report. This year, Sherathon has broken all records. 
Wow. We streamed 14.31 terabytes. 14.31 terabytes. So this is, gives you just a little idea. One terabyte is generally estimated to contain 75 million pages. A one terabyte case could amount to 18,750,000 documents, assuming an average of four pages per document. That's how much a terabyte is. Yeah, so a ser if you were doing it in pages of, of material, you're talking about one terabyte is 75 million pages, Con uh, averaging if the document was four pages. But if it's single pages, then it would be 300 million pages is what a terabyte is. 300 million pages. And we just got through streaming. I need to write it down. What did we do with the number on it? 14, 14 point what? Seven Get it again. 14.31. 14.31 terabyte. That's just about mind-boggling. Had no idea that it could be that. I mean, I was hoping we'd beat last year, which is about 12. But that is a substantial increase. 14.31 terabyte. And, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's over 10% increase since last year. So, uh, my, my, what, what, what do you say? And I'm going to say this. The Lord did that. The Lord did that. Someone told me, they said, Preacher, do you realize that y'all can, you can, all you got to do is put out a word. You can get any talent that you want in America. You can bring in any, you can bring in anybody that you want to bring in because they know about this meeting and, and they want to be a part of it. And I said, you know, my issue is we're not talent scouts. We're not here to debut people. That's not what we're doing. We're not here to promote their latest album or their latest hit song. We're here to worship. And we're here to, I mean, this is church. And we need folks that will come to church and have church with us. That's what we're looking for. And I'm very serious when I say that. I mean, basically, it's a 12-hour church service. And we have three different preachers get up and preach during, you know, during the course of the day. But it's a, it, it is. It's a 12-hour church service. And Brother Connor was saying today he had been in 25 church services because he preached like three or four times on Sunday. And he was in 25 church services in, in eight days or in seven days, 25. And people just looked at him like, what? Yeah, for real. Think about a meeting that goes on for a month. If you meet five nights a week for a month, that's 20 services. We had 22 scheduled services, 22. So it was a month's meeting condensed into seven days, eight days. Oh, yeah. So bless the Lord is all I can say. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, all that's within me, bless his holy name. Grand Falls, New Brunswick, Canada. Glad to have New Brunswick with us. That's where the Thrins are from, and they're on this afternoon. Clarksville, Georgia has joined us. 
I was just scanning up and down. Juneau, Alaska has logged in, the only capital of any state in the union that doesn't have a road that you can drive to it. It's the only one. You can't get there from here. Not on, not in a car. You have to take a boat or an airplane. You cannot drive to Juneau, Alaska. So just in Canada, we've got Red Deer, Alberta. We've got Ottawa, Ontario. We have got Grand Falls, New Brunswick, just in the, in the Canadian today. So we have actually three provinces in Canada that are with us. I love that. That is great. That's, that's tremendous. We appreciate that very, very much. Sure do. Wonderful. All right. Well, we're going to have to wind her down. Thank you again for uh, being with us, and thank God for his being with us. Thank God for his presence more than anything else. And uh, we are we're grateful. We're thankful. We're blessing the Lord. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to mention just in, just in, in by the way. Uh, one of our elderly families today got a phone call from a man saying that he was from Medicare and that he needed to issue them a new Medicare card and he needed their Social Security number. And they told him, nope, we don't give out our Social Security number. And he threatened them and said, well, I'll cancel your Medicare. I'll cancel your, in your income or your insurance, your Medicare insurance. Right there, most seniors would have said, oh, okay, here it is. Here's the problem. If it was the Social Security Administration, they have your Social Security number. You see what I'm saying? Why would they need it? If they need to reissue your card, why would they do it? And by the way, they typically don't call you. They mail you. Very rarely you get a call from Social Security. It is primarily mail. And the only time I've ever talk to Social Security was after I called them and was expecting a call back. It's the only time I've ever talked to them is when I call them and ask them to call me back, and sometimes they will. It's the only time I've ever had a call from Social Security. It's a scam. It's not real. It's showing up. Today it showed up as a South Carolina number. It can show up from anywhere. Can I say this real clearly? Don't ever, ever, ever give anybody on the phone a credit card number, a debit card number, a Social Security number. Don't ever give out that information. But they said they were from Social Security. They're lying. Don't do it. Don't ever send anyone money over the phone. Don't ever do that. If someone calls you and tells you something's wrong with your phone, punch in this, 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 and this. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do punch. Don't ever t let somebody tell you, punch this series of numbers because it's a gimmick. I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something, and they can do something. Don't do that. And the phone has become one of the biggest places of ripoff, especially for our seniors. And what you do is, is you, if, if you say, well, if you say, well, what if it's real? Ask them for their name and their telephone number, and you'll call them back. And if it was legit, they would give you that information. But if it's not legit, they'll hang up or they'll get mad. Or they'll say, oh, we're not allowed to give that out. Well, sorry, I'm not allowed to give mine out. And by the way, they can't cancel your Medicare. You paid it in. You're an American citizen. They can't cancel your Medicare because you won't give them your Social Security number. That's not happening. 
That's wrong. That's, that's crazy. Don't, don't do that. Whatever you do, don't do that. Don't give out your information. Hey, don't give out your, get, 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 get the number call, and call in here. I'll fix it. I'll call the captain of the sheriff's department. We'll, we'll take care of it. Done already done it more than once. They have, a, they have a team of detectives that get on this stuff. We will get the law on them in a half a heartbeat. And somebody said, well, what if it turns out to be real? They've been checked out by, by law enforcement. That's, that's what. Okay. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. So we'll get the law on them. It'll take me two seconds to dial it. I got, I got people on speed dial. I go directly to their cell phones. Don't bother me in the least. Matter of fact, thrills them to get leads on stuff like that because this kind of stuff is terrible and people are taking advantage of folks. Somebody come in here wanting to do asphalt job. It was a scam. It was a lie and it was going to cost three times what it should have cost. It was going to be a, a junk job anyway. It, it's a scam. It's a scam, okay? I mean, I hate to say it, but it's a scam. And when you hear that foreign accent on these people, it's a scam. When you hear people in the background uh, talking in the, you know, you hear multiple people in the background talking. It's a call room. You know, it's it's a scam place. It's, it's just they're side by side by side, and all of them is talking at the same time. You can hear it in the background. And when you say hello and nothing happens, you know what that means? That means that it has a, there, there's what's called a, a hello chip. And when you say hello, it takes and routes you to the next available operator. That means it's a call center. So they're fishing to see if somebody will say hello. If, it, if your answer machine picks it up, it won't talk to your answer machine. But if, you, if it says hello and then you, it's a pause, hang up. Because if it's pausing, they're waiting. It's a computer that's detected your voice and it's going to transfer you to the next available operator. And it's usually one of those call centers trying to sell you something. And now they're overseas and they're calling in from here. I had one fellow threatened to whip me. I told him he's going to bust hell wide open. So I told him. By the way, when you get these scammers, witness to them. Don't give me any information, but witness to them. I told him. I said, the Bible said that all liars have a part in the lake of fire. I said, friend, you're going to bust hell wide open with trying to scam people. He cussed me. Oh, he cussed me. He cussed me, called me everything he could think of from down in the islands. And I said, oh, boy. You ain't man enough to say that to my face. Be glad you're at the end of an extension in a foreign country. I said, because around here, uh, you'd carry a whooping. You'd carry a badden. Oh, he cussed me. <laughs> but he would have carried one. And uh, not, I mean, oh, yeah, he would have carried one. All I'd had to do is say sick him. And uh, anyway, hallelujah. I'm glad that God's on the throne. And I'm glad that in spite of all these devils, that uh, the Lord's good, and uh, that. Uh, but I, I, we are very protective over our seniors. Okay, we're very protective over our seniors, and if anybody's messing with them, you're going to get us on going to get on the bad side. And I can tell you that on behalf of our sheriffs, and all of our surrounding counties, every one of our sheriffs feels the same way. And you mess with one of our seniors, our sheriffs get they get ill, real fast, and they will dispatch whatever they need to to come to the defense of our seniors. And so, oh yeah, they don't take it lightly. No, sir. All right, I needed to tell you that. And then what else was I gonna tell you? There's one other thing and I can't think of it.
All right. And maybe it'll, maybe it'll keep. I'll think of it tonight about 11. I'll, I'll think of it. All right. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank God again and appreciate every blessing. Uh, here's someone telling me, said, uh, had an elderly client lose over $8,000 the other day through this exactly. They're having them download apps so they can access their phones and have them log into their online banking profile. It's terrible. Now, this is coming from, from someone who apparently, I mean, they've had it done. It happened from a 706 area code. So, yes, do not, do not, okay? Uh, yeah, do not. Oh, and by the way, I have a federal employee who just said all federal employees are required to give their first name and last initial when requested. Plus, we've got to give out our work phone number. It's required. So if they work for the government, they have to say, this is Randy B., last initial B., and my work phone number is 828-884-9427. They're required to do that. And if they refuse to do that, they're frauds. They're frauds. They're frauds. Hang up and call that number back. And you'll find out if it's real. Better not call me and give it to me. I'll call them. All right? Okay. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you. Let's pray. We've got several things to pray about. Pray about some folks that are pretty sick. There's a real... Uh, mean stomach stomach virus uh, probably the the norovirus uh, that or the rhinovirus that's going through and it's uh it's bad and the body aches chills throwing up diarrhea the whole thing bad and so remember several folks that are sick with that others that uh, uh have, have a number of issues pray about a tumor that has, has changed we don't know that it's gotten bigger but it has changed so let's pray about that and then let's pray uh for the lost we have pe lost people that set through Sherathon. Never moved. I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned how anyone can set through that. I don't know. It, it worries me. And I'm just, I tell you, it worries me. Let's pray for the lost, okay? All right. Thank you so much. Let's seek the Lord together. Our Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, help us, Lord. We need your help. Help us to be found faithful. May the will of God be accomplished. And Lord, may your word abide in us. And Lord, may we abide in you, and may you receive glory, honor, and praise in our lives. Touch these that are sick and hurting. Bless them, I pray, in Christ's holy name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for being on board. I'm Pastor Randy Barton. Till we meet again, whether on the air or in the air, may God richly bless you is our prayer.